0: You're listening to the Daily Missioner Podcast with Benedict. So as we as we start the fourth chapter of Batesah, we're going to segue from carrying wine to, to chopping wood. Now, we finished up the last chapter with um, Filling up measures on erev yomtov. We finished up the last chapter with measuring out wine. Now we're going to begin three mishnayot on on uh, carrying things. But I just want to point out that the the structure of the mishnayot at, of this at this point is that they they run a little bit like a chain. You can see this sometimes by the way in Tehillim that one, the pasukim are are broken into two and the beginning, the first half of one pasuk will link to the second half of the one that went before it. You can see it most clearly in ashray. If you go through ashray, split the pasukim into two and just think about the fact that the second half of one pasuk leads to the first half of the next. And so in this chapter, this, as we move from the third to the fourth chapter of the Mishnah Beitsa, we're closing the third chapter on questions of wine, and we're going to measure the wine. And then as we open the fourth chapter, we're going to carry the wine. And then as we progress through the fourth chapter, we're going to get into other kinds of carrying. So, We move from carrying wine into carrying other things and to dealing with other things. And there are actually three Mishnayot together that deal with carrying. And we've talked before about the rule of three and how that works in terms of the... There are many, many examples of rules of three in this Masachet. But let's begin with the wine. HaMavi Chadeyayn Mimakom Someone carrying jars of wine or jugs of wine from place to place. He shouldn't carry them in a basket or a a coupé, some kind of big basket. I've translated here as hamper, following Kahasi, actually. We don't carry them in a basket or a hamper. In other words, we don't look like a professional. We've talked about this before in terms of measuring things. We don't measure like a professional on tov, And we don't carry carry like a professional. We talked about the fact that if we have an animal that's been slaughtered, we're not going to carry it on a pole or a barrow, but we're going to just cut it up piece by piece. And in the same way, we're not going to carry these jugs in some kind of carrying device, we're just going to carry the jugs on our shoulder or he's going to carry them in front of him. In other words, we're going to carry them just like a a kind of a casual holiday way of carrying, not not a serious professional way of carrying. And similarly, similarly, someone who brings straw, we're going to bring straw maybe for Well, we'll see in a minute, we might bring it for burning, but we could bring it for feeding animals too. We've got this kupa again, this sort of a hamper thing. We're not going to hang the hamper on our back, but we're going to carry it in our hand. Once you hang this thing on your back, it looks a bit like a backpack. It looks a bit like a professional carrier. We're just going to carry it in our hand and we can start off a heap of straw now we seem to be talking about using this for fuel not for not for feeding because the Mishnah goes on to say mean, begins and we're going to begin with a pile of straw aval we're not going to begin with the wood from the backyard somehow that is too professional the muktze is a place which is set aside. So that is the same um, word as muktseh, something which is uh, muktseh, we don't handle on on Shabbat or on Yom Tov, it's something which is set aside for other purposes. But it actually refers to a place, a yard behind the the house where things are set aside. And we've learned in the Mishnah of Shabbat and Erovin about stuff being stored in a muktseh. So we can start off um, we could start a new heap of straw for fuel, but not wood. And now we're going to talk about other things to do with wood. So we've segued now from wine to wood. If we've got a sukkah which we're taking down, we're not going to take wood from it. Because that seems to be prepared for the sukkah rather than prepared for burning on Yom Tov. Remember, the issue of preparation runs right the way through this masek. We can if there's wood lying around near the sukkah, we can take from there. So if we're going to bring in wood from the field, we're going, we can bring it in from hamuchunas. Hamuchunas means something that's essentially been been entered, something that's been collected together a and from a carpef even though it's scattered around a carpef a, a well we'll see it in a minute a carpef is a kind of a yard seems to be that once the wood is in the carpeth, it's considered to be collected together and essentially prepared to burn on Yom Tov. so we can we can collect it up even if it's scattered around throughout the carpeth. So what is this Karapeth thing? Ezahu Karapeth? What is this Karpeth? It's some kind of yard, some kind of area where we grow, where we're kind of we, we've got this, uh, wood that we need. And Rabbi Yudah says, Kol hasamuch la'yei. Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says it's any place that's near to town. So it's some kind of closed-off yard that's near to town. Rabbi Yosi omer, Kol shenichnasim lo. B'fotahat. Rabbi Yeusi says anything that you enter with a key, i.e. anywhere which is closed off, anywhere which is locked up, anywhere which is segregated. You see that wood sitting here is effectively segregated off. It's designated for use on Yom Tov. If it's designated for use on Yom Tov, then we can burn it on Yom Tov. So Rabbi Yevusi says anywhere that you can enter with a key <speaking in Hebrew> Even if it's out to, I mean, he says within the Shabbat border, within the Tchum Shabbat, but he means out as far as the Shabbat border. So we've said, we we remember that we learned in Erevim the Shabbat border is about, um, it's exactly 2,000 amot, which is about one kilometer. So which is about, um, say, um, 15 minutes walk. Yeah, it's 15 minutes walk a thousand yards. So it can be a thousand yards outside town, providing that it's a lockable space, it's a lockable pen. What about chopping up the wood? So again, we're circling around the whole wood question now. We're not going to chop up wood. We're not going to chop up wood from beams or from a beam which was broken on yomtov. Now, the Gamara, I mean, this is an incomprehensible Mishnah. In fact, if you don't have the Gamara, the Gamara interprets the beams, the Korot, as essentially high value items. These are construction beams. So you wouldn't mess around with those on yomtov velomina not from a beam that was broken by yomtov so this sounds as if you could if a beam one of these high value beams did break you could burn it on Yom Tov. but there's a but shenishpura ve yomtov it was actually broken on yomtov so it wasn't prepared That's, we come back to the question of preparation when yomtov came in it was a whole beam Its status changed when it broke. And if its status changed in the middle of Yom Tov, we we can't use it until Yom Tov goes out. What if it had been broken before Yom Tov? Well, maybe then we can use it. And the Mishnah continues. So if we are going to chop we must be. We must be referring here to chopping up a beam that had broken before yonder. If we are going to chop, we're not going to chop with an axe, or with a saw, or with a sickle. A, a, a magal is a sickle, or but we're only going to chop with a coffetz. A coffetz is a sort of a butcher's cleaver. We came across it in the last chapter that the butcher is going to chop up the, the meat with a cleaver. And it seems as though again we're not going to use a professional tool to chop up our wood because it's yomtov, right? We're not using professional things, but we are using, if you like, an occasional tool that comes to our hand. We're using an We can use an inappropriate tool on yomtov to chop up the wood. So we're going to use the kofetz, the cleaver. What about a building that? was originally shut on Yomtov and somehow opens up by Chehumale Perot, a sealed building full of produce. So we might want to eat the produce on on Yomtov. Maybe these Perot. maybe this is fruit. I mean Perot literally means fruit, but Perot generally can mean produce. Satun Venifchat, it was sealed. It, it was a sealed building, but it it opened out uh, uh, it seems again, again you, you, we can't really understand this Mishnah without the Gemara. But the Gemara interprets this as a, a storage building which was sealed up, but it wasn't cemented up, so some stones have come out on Yom Tov. So an opening has opened up, and the Mishnah says, "Notel mimkom ha-prat. Maybe we can take from where it's opened up. Rabbi Meir or Rabbi Af. Rabbi Meir says, actually, in the first instance, you can actually make a hole in this thing, then not tell, and actually take out. And the halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Meir, but, you know, as we've seen many times before, the Mishnah records the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.